Greetings and thank you for tuning in to Walking in Wealth. I'm your host, J.D. Garnier, and you are listening to KKNOK 75 AM on 107.1 FM Radio in New Orleans, or you tuned in to the Melanomics Podcast. I hope you had a productive week in your wealth creation journey. Listen, my goal is simple, to help you walk in wealth, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, to take the things that God has already given you and use those to create a life of purpose, so that wealth is more than just what you acquire. Wealth is who you become. You are the wealth, not your investments, not your real estate, not your business. You are the wealth. Before you have any of those things, you have a unique and specific set of talents, abilities, gifts, ideas, habits, disciplines, and inclinations that form the basis of everything that you do in this world. And once you tap into that, you start your wealth creation journey. So again, you are the wealth. Listen, first things first, if you're not following me on social media, please follow me on Instagram at GarnierJD, Facebook at JD Garnier Senior, and please subscribe, like, and share the Melanomics YouTube channel. You can also download audio of my podcast by subscribing to Melanomics on iTunes and Spotify. If you are in the New Orleans area, you can catch my radio show every Monday and Wednesday at 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock a.m., on KKNOK 75 AM or 107.1 FM radio in the greater New Orleans area. If you would like to contact me about topics that I discuss on the show, you can email me directly at jd at jdgarnier.com. That is jd at jdgarnier.com. I do not provide investment, tax, or legal advice or make any recommendations related to any products or services. All investments involve risk and I advise that you meet with a professional before making any decision. If you would like to meet with me in any professional capacity, please schedule an appointment through my company website by searching J.D. Garnier, Merrill Lynch, Woodlands, Texas. Now that being said, this show is all about wealth. The topics that I discussed, whether social, business, or economics, are all in the context of how it relates to wealth and how we can advance the economic interests of our community. We have a mission to close the racial wealth gap. Most economists and experts believe that that could take centuries, but I believe that we can close the racial wealth gap in one generation once you come to the undeniable conclusion and indisputable fact that you are the wealth. Now let's get into it today. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about, a lot of subjects that I want to cover. Um, but it's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world. And as it relates to wealth in our community, I think that there are a lot of things that are hindering our success. And one of the main things that has hindered our collective success over the past couple of generations is fatherlessness. And so, how do we deal with that? There's a new generation of young men who have been starved the example of what it takes to be a man and what it takes to be a father. And so, 
The wealth gap is the disparity of wealth and resources between black families and white families. As it stands right now, white families have about 17 times the overall worth of black families. Now listen, I think we all know the history. I think we understand the evidence of how we got to this point. But my message is not about any of that. I'm not, it's not about reconstruction or Jim Crow or slavery or the prison pipeline or the crime bill or any of the overwhelmingly detrimental things that have been done to our community. Because as, as important as those things are, knowing our history alone is not going to solve the problem. To close the wealth gap, we have to have ideas and solutions that are relevant in today's society, in today's economy, in today's culture. And so when I talk about wealth, I'm talking about not individual success. I think we understand how to get that. I'm not talking about this individual capitalistic mindset of getting to the bag. When I talk about wealth, I'm talking about the collective community mindset that focuses on increasing the resources and opportunities for all of us. So if black families have 17 times less wealth than white families, how do we improve that? How do we make that better? How do we close that gap? Well, the operative word in the entire issue is family. Black family. And it's no secret that the, that the dynamic of the black family has changed in the last 50 years. Two-parent households in our community went from 80% in 1960 to less than 30% in 2020, with the substantial reason being the absence of the father. Now listen, I don't want to debate whose fault that is. There's enough arguments going on on social media about whose fault it is. Is the man or the woman? I don't care about that. But I think it is clear and everybody agrees that the father is necessary in the household. And statistically, that improves the family structure socially and financially. So we need fathers. And whether you're a married father or you're a single father, one of the things that we never talk about is fatherhood. What does it take to actually be a father? I'm not talking about being a daddy. I'm not talking about somebody who buys their kids clothes and diapers, but doesn't teach his son how to be responsible and accountable. I'm not talking about a man that is not willing to make sacrifices for his children and his family. I'm not talking about a man that has been irresponsible with his seed and takes no accountability. I'm talking about a father. What does it take to be a father? One of the most difficult jobs and one of the most rewarding responsibilities is that of a father. Unfortunately, besides our absence, we don't really talk about fatherhood in our community. 
It's almost as if we assume that once a man has a child, he automatically knows what to do. But if you didn't grow up with your father, you didn't really have a lot of male influences in your life, a lot of times, no matter how good your intentions are, you don't know how to be a father. Sometimes you question if you're making the right decision. A lot of times as men, we don't speak on fatherhood because we don't know how to communicate to one another. But if you're not intentional about how you're raising your children, if you're not intentional about fatherhood, and you are not creating generational wealth. And so today, I want to talk about fatherhood. Now, this show is about wealth. But if we're going to build wealth, and I mean truly, truly build the wealth that we need, we need strong, we need productive, we need responsible fathers. And I don't care what the narrative says, the impact of a man in the family is invaluable. It's no slight to the contribution of a mother, but the influence, the leadership, the security of a man present in the family is necessary for us to build the type of wealth that we need to change our condition. And in order to raise those kids of men and women, we need fathers. But what does it mean to be a father? What is your role? What's your job? What do you have to do? What do you need to be thinking about? See, I know a lot of daddies. I know a lot of guys that have children. But that doesn't necessarily always qualify them to be a father. And so, what does it take? That's the question that we want to answer today. What does it take to be a father? First of all, I have to say that in my life, I was fortunate enough to have multiple father figures, multiple men that I was able to observe, that I was able to talk to, that I was able to gain wisdom and understanding from. That's one of the things that I'm thankful for in my upbringing. I had a lot of men around me. My dad, my stepdad, my uncles, my cousins. I was able to observe men in the situations of family, in business, in the community. But then I also have friends and family members that didn't have those same influences. And a lot of the differences in how we turned out in life are apparent. As I reflect back, now it's obvious to me that the presence of a man in my life is the difference between what I was able to accomplish and what some of the other people that I grew up with was able to accomplish. And I'm not saying that you can't become a man or a good father without influences. But aren't we tired of success by accident? Aren't we tired of being successful by accident? I think it's time that we have a blueprint to success. 
and not just stumbling or falling into success. And one of those blueprints is for my young men how to be a man, how to be a father. Now listen, to further qualify my position, I have four sons of my own. For the past 21 years, I've been a father. I didn't always have it figured out. But I think at this point in my life, I'm qualified to speak on the subject. And so the question of tonight is what is the job of a father? What is the role of a father? What is his purpose in the family and in the household? But there's three things that are required as a man as a and as a father. Three things that a man has to have. A man has to have a vision. He has to have provision. And he has to have improvision. Now the first thing that a man has to have is a vision. What is your vision for your life? What's your vision for your children? What do you stand for? What do you believe in? What principles and values guide your life decisions? What is your vision? You see, your vision is connected to your purpose. And for you to be an effective father, you have to know your purpose. Your purpose is your original life instruction. And for you to execute your purpose, there are certain character traits that you have to have as a man. Discipline, integrity, resilience, courage, respect, strength, the list goes on. But these are things that you should aspire to from a character perspective as a man. The ones that you prioritize are the ones that are most closely aligned with your purpose. What is your purpose? See, in order for you to be an effective man and an effective father, you need something guiding you. What is your guiding light? If you don't know who you are, if you don't know your intended purpose, if you don't know God's original instruction in your life, how are you going to lead anybody? Because you have to be leading them towards something. And so the first thing a man needs is a vision. What is the vision for your life? What's your purpose? See, people think purpose is a physical talent or something tangible that you can see, right? My purpose is to play basketball or to sing or to be a lawyer or a doctor. Those are professions. Those are not your purpose. Your purpose is God's original instruction in your life. It's simple. Your purpose is to lead, to teach, to empathize, to calculate, to encourage, to inspire, to motivate. Your purpose is something that you can do, whether you're in the boardroom, 
or whether you're in a jungle. If your purpose is to lead, you can lead a Fortune 500 company or you can lead a group of people out of despair in the middle of the jungle because God intended you to lead. That's your original instruction. And so my first question for men is what is your vision? What guiding light is guiding your principles and your decisions? When you become a father, your vision should also align with the vision that you have for your children because that sets the tone of how you're going to raise your children. You cannot have a set of principles and values that are not connected to your overall purpose. And you cannot create generational wealth without raising your children in alignment with those values. Your vision is important because it dictates how you raise your children. It determines what you teach them. What you emphasize is important what things you pay attention to. If you want your children to have integrity, your discipline, your teachings, your instruction should emphasize integrity because it's connected to the vision that you have for your family. You want to teach leadership, your rewards should emphasize leadership. Children don't just grow up with leadership qualities. They don't just grow up with integrity. Those are things that are instilled in them. They are instilled in them from the father who has a vision of how he wants to lead his family. And so you have to have a vision. Your vision sets the standard. What standard have you set for your children and your family? Anybody with a father knows the worst thing in the world is when you disappoint your father. Because the father sets the standard for accountability in the house. When you disappoint your daddy, that's worse than getting a whipping sometimes. Because your father has a certain expectation of how you're going to conduct yourself, how you're going to act, how you're going to represent the family name based on your father's vision for the family. The vision sets the standard. See, with the standard comes accountability. The father sets the standard of accountability in the house. But in order for him to set the standard of accountability, the man has to be accountable to something for himself. That's your purpose. That is God's original instruction in your life. And so once you know your purpose, you are accountable. And so you set a standard for your life. And you, when you become a father, when you become a husband, that standard is set your family and that dictates how you raise your children and so when you when you discipline your children when you hold your children accountable you are doing it towards your purpose and your vision you're not punishing you're not just punishing your kids 
and fussing at your kids for no reason. You are correcting them towards a purpose. You are training and developing them towards a purpose. Your purpose and your vision sets the standard for your household. And so as a man, the first thing you got to have is a vision. If you don't know your vision yet, you need to pray about it. You need to get out into the world. You need to discover who you are. Because you cannot lead anybody if you don't have a vision. The second thing that is required for a man is provision. See, after you have a vision, you now have to have provision. How are you going to provide for your purpose? How are you going to, going to manage the resources towards your purpose? See, people think provision is just about money. It's not just about money. It is about resources. As a man, you have to become a steward of resources. See, back in the day before money existed, the man was tasked with managing resources. Land, animals, infrastructure. The father used his ability to manage resources to protect and improve the family circumstances. You can make a whole lot of money, but if you are foolish with your resources, if you are wasteful, if you are selfish, in that case, you will not provide. I don't care how much money you make, you are not providing because you are mismanaging the family's resources. Provision is about resources, money, Wisdom, instruction, comfort, security, shelter, stability, reliance, reputation, relationships. When I tell my kids to go somewhere and tell them that your daddy sent you, my children are benefiting from my reputation. My children are benefiting, benefiting from my relationships. That's a resource that has value. Your reputation can either help or hurt your children. I don't care how much money you have. If you have a bad reputation in a community, if you have a bad reputation in with your family, if you have a bad reputation in the streets, your money can't protect you from that. A man has to have provision. You have to manage your resources in a way that advances the family circumstances. This is how you know that your family sees you as a man. When everything goes wrong, who do they call? If when everything goes wrong, they call you, that's how you know that you were the man. Who are they calling? Who are they calling for protection? Who are they calling for stability, for reliance, for relationships, for security, for comfort, for money? Who are they calling? If they can't call you, you have to question yourself as a man. 
A man has to have provision. And the last thing that a man has to have is improvision. To improvise means to make or fabricate out of what is conveniently on hand. Life is unpredictable. It's unrelenting. It is uncompromising. You are the first example of what your children see on how to deal with life. How to deal with pain, disappointment, hurt, anger. And if you as a man, if you as a father have trouble dealing with the unpredictabilities of life, you will have a if you have a tough time managing the emotions of life, if you are quick quick to anger, if you submit to your temptations, if you are reckless with your decision making, if you are unable to resolve conflict, you are passing those insecurities, you are passing those shortcomings on to your children. As a man, you have to be able to improvise. You have to be able to make the most of what is available to you and adapt to the things that you cannot control. How you deal with life, how you handle life will impact and either empower or deny your children what they need. You have to have improvision. We all know life is hard. Nothing goes as planned. And as a man, as a father, as a husband, you have to show resilience to your family. Your kids are looking for you. They're looking to you for stability. They're looking for, to you for comfort. And you got to be able to improvise. You got to be able to make decisions on the fly. You have to be able to control your emotions. You have to be able to handle problems. You have to be able to find solutions. This is a requirement as a man. Because every part of your vision requires you to be able to solve problems. To be able to overcome obstacles. And your children are watching. They see everything that you do. If you have a hard time making decisions. If you have a hard time controlling your desires. If you have a hard time dealing with your emotions. With hurt. With anger. With disappointment. If you can't handle pain. You're passing those things on to your children. And so as a man, you need these things to be able to impart them in the lives of your family to truly, truly create generational wealth. You need a vision, which is God's original instruction in your life. You need provision, which is the ability to make your vision come true to bring it to reality and you need improvision you need to be able to maneuver to improvise to make decisions on the fly 
because your family need you. Your children need you. The community need you. They need you to be resilient. They need you to control your emotions. They need you to be steadfast. They need you to manage your resources properly. They need you to follow God's original instruction in your life. Because strong, productive men as a part of the families in our community are the only way that we're going to close the wealth gap. So it's time for us to step up. That's my show. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.